Welcome back to the Bad Bounce Podcast, last on the leaderboard, first in your hearts. And we just finished the Masters Week, and what a Masters Week it was. One of the most anticipated Masters, I think, in a long time. We, we had really good storylines, top to bottom. We had, you know, the guys like John Rahm, who were on fire, Rory was on fire, Scotty Scheffler, a big three. But also, it was the first time that we really saw the Live guys and the PGA Tour guys together. So, it was just good to see the how these guys coincide and we could see that it definitely works and that this is what golf needs. The masters gets an a plus it, it at worst. The masters gets an a minus anyways, but this time it was an a plus it was for a blowout, a really exciting tournament because there was a live versus PGA guys. And even the competition for second or third or fourth seemed important because it's a live versus PGA guy. And it just added that extra layer of excitement and we just now have a really good scope and understanding of what the entire golf scene looks like. And so this is just a really good podcast, a fun time of talking all golf very conclusively because we've seen it live versus PGA, live with PGA, we should say. And this is a really good one. You won't want to miss it. But first, here's Harry Styles. It's just, it's just myself, Jay Park, Kyle, KDF, Austin's got something to take care of, and Nico has Q school this week. Nico's playing in Canada. So good luck to Nico. Yeah, PGA Tour Canada Q. Yep. I'm sure he'll do just fine. But we just finished the Masters. It was the Masters Week. It was week. The, the Masters Week. And it was, it was a good compass for all of golf. It was probably, it was probably my most favorite Masters. Yeah, there was just so much going on. There were so many storylines, and all the stars showed up. So, did you say all the stars showed up? All the stars showed up. I like to hear that. Why do you like to hear that? Are you saying that not all the stars are playing in all the regular tournaments? <laughs> no, I mean, if let's say you're on either side. You're on you're on the live side. I I favor the PGA. I don't mind the live if it was just better, but a uh, product wise, but. They. This is exactly what you could have asked for for the whole grand scheme of golf. For all of golf, yeah. It made they, golf they, way better. Eventually, the tweets started going where they're like, you know what? I'm not Team Live or PGA anymore. I'm just Team, team golf. golf. Like, this is sick. And this is the first event we had where everybody showed up. And we had questions what it would be like. Most of the players said it was perfectly cordial. We just found out that Patrick Reed is a dick. Yeah. Patrick Everyone Reed. has a uh, has a fucking beef with Patrick Reed. Yeah, and we no found out what Tory's on. We found out it's because Patrick Reed is an asshole. Yeah, he's had beef since he was in college. Nothing to do with this PGA no. Tour versus Live. Maybe the thing where he stole putters from his teammates' lockers and sold them on eBay. Like that's just the lowest of the low. Or the part where he disowned his family. Maybe that okay, part maybe was that's where. the lowest of the low. That's where we should have been like, oh, so I guess it's not because he went to Live. But I'll tell you what, Patrick Reed is a hell of a golfer and shows up at Augusta. I mean, dead serious. He played great. Phil, unbelievable story. If you if you couldn't have guessed at all that Phil was going to play the way he did, he played great. He hasn't been playing well at all. I mean, all. He, I think he had like a little chip on his shoulder, and that helped him. But he's been playing terrible. And it was, it was interesting because he's, he's normally one of the most outgoing guys, one of the most talkative guys, and he was really, for all, by all accounts... Very quiet. 
we started to notice, and even Dottie Pepper said it in the final round, was that people weren't cheering as loudly for Phil, and people definitely had an energy that they wanted John Rom to win. Dottie Pepper said that live. You could feel it through the TV. Even over Brooks? Over Brooks, yeah. So she was like, she was saying, wow, you could really tell that the, the crowd is really pulling for John Rom right now and not really pulling for John Rom. Or, excuse me, for Brooks, Brooks Kepka. Kepka. That's interesting. I and wonder why. I there's, mean, a, there's a live cloud over them. Hmm. And I remember people talking about that 2019 Tiger Woods, obviously, victory. And at the time when Tiger won in 2019, we were so locked in that we were one of the ones screaming at the TV. I've rewatched it, especially during COVID, and you could feel palpably the energy that nobody wanted Brooks to win that year in 2019. No one wanted Francesco to win that year. No one wanted Finau. Nobody wanted Cantlay, who had the lead at one I point. I think even Tony Finau didn't want to win. And I, that's got to be really hard to play with. But that's what guys faced all the time. I mean, I all feel like of that's Tiger's big part. 80 wins, yeah. I think he had that going for him. Right. Yeah, and so that was that was interesting to, that that cloud was like following them, and I wonder what it felt like within the, the grounds. Because if Phil did what he did that final round three years ago, it would have been a Electric. totally different environment. You are right. The crowd would have been going absolutely berserk. He would have been wearing his Milan hat with his logo in the middle of him, that jump that he had on 18, and the crowd would have gone absolutely berserk. But instead, he's wearing High Flyers clothing, and no one, it was, it was super benign, like, in the way that people were reacting. Which is weird because at the end of the day, Phil's kind of the one who made all of this extra money appear out of nowhere for the PGA Tour as well. And yeah. all the good changes that they made. I mean, he's kind of like the catalyst. Here's a good question, though. I was reading up on the NBA play-in tournament in the middle, or mid, mid-season tournament, not the play-in tournament, the mid-season tournament, where... By all accounts, the only reason why those games are going to matter more are because the players are going to make an extra $500,000 if they win. And as a fringe NBA fan, someone who's not and not in the basketball world, I should say, I was literally looking at that like, why the hell do I care if they make $500,000? Yeah. And so true. I think a lot of golfers who are on the fringe are like, oh, why do I care if he makes $28 million? 4.5 instead yeah. of 3.5? Why do I care? And then I, yeah. think, I think the really the poisonous cloud over Phil is the fact, is, is, are the statements that he said. Uh, it's a nasty. It's it's a nasty it's cloud. Bad. It's bad. That's it's bad. supposed to be off the record. I understand. So Phil, to have something like that out there, yeah, it's not good. I it's mean, something it's something that you really can't come back from. It really, and I, I think mean, only time will tell. And he's kind of doing a good job. I mean, he's happy in his interviews. I think people forgot about it, but yeah. people haven't forgot how they feel towards Phil or the disdain that they had. And when you yeah, ask they don't him, remember like, what you say, they just remember how you feel. Exactly. And they're just like, why don't you like feeling this? Yeah, you know, I think it was when he said those remarks about some ethical things can be overlooked for some extra cash, right? Like, I think that is where that point of view comes from. Yeah. And I don't blame him. But at the same time, all I can say is uh, when we come back to golf, he did. He was electric that final round. What he did that final round, nobody else did that Sunday. And it was playing so difficult. And he was dialed. And he played earlier in the morning to finish his nine. Yeah. And played like shit for that nine holes. That is true. You know why? Because I live bet him. I didn't live bet him. I did a matchup, Phil Mickelson versus KH Lee. Which looked like a lock when Which we went to like bed. looked like a lock. He was up by three. He was under par. And Phil shoots three over on the back nine. 
and then shoots seven under the same That's day. That's pretty crazy. Like, he just changed his shirt and became a new guy. Which is what Brooks Kepka didn't do. Brooks Kepka finished that final round terribly. And just kept it going. And just kept playing terribly in the second eighteen. that really... Because Brooks is a big momentum and confidence guy. Yeah. I really feel like it has nothing else... Like, nothing to do with anything other than that. Right. And he just he just didn't have it that Sunday. He was playing fine Saturday in those conditions. He yeah. just didn't really have it Sunday, and it just when you don't have your day and you have to play twenty five holes, that's just a, that's a, that's a bad draw. But that being said, a couple of us in the group chat, we were that us us four have, we kind of called it. Brooks was starting to he yes he was stringing together pars and things like that, but he just didn't look as sharp as John Rahm, and it just caught up to him at the end. And then the other thing too is when you've had the lead basically the entire time and you start to feel it slipping and then it's all of a sudden gone. It's a snowball effect, right? It's like you've played the entire tournament protecting. You don't know how to play aggressive right. going after flags. It yeah. totally threw him off. No, 100%. But that being said, we got to give credit where credit is due. John Rahm is the first European to have won a U.S. Open and a Masters. Yeah. Phenomenal which is stat. Amazing. But also, I feel like that's why Rory withdrew this week. You hear that I mean, stat, and he hasn't gotten out of bed since. <laughs> I was like, Rory's had to have won a Masters. Oh, no, no. Rory. He actually, he hasn't won a Masters. That's crazy, though. I mean, you have players like Nick Faldo, Seve. These guys haven't won a Masters and a U.S. Open. Isn't that crazy? Rom said, Rom didn't know that. I watched his interview yesterday. Yeah. He's like, and when I'm, the interviewers were talking, and they told him that bit of information, he said that he like got chills. Yeah. It's like the fact that I just made history. It's like that's crazy. Like it hasn't even set in yet. Yeah. Also, that's something that's very an unexpected piece of history. Yeah. Pretty cool. Do you think a piece of him is like doing the math in his head? Like, how is no one in my entire country? That's what I'm thinking. Like yeah. in my entire continent, hasn't won these. I mean, that's got to be. He's, he's probably thinking about Sevy. He's like, Sevy's never won. Oh, yeah. I guess he hasn't won a U.S. Open. I mean, Rory, you think Rory got up this morning and he's just... Rory's over What do you think it. he's doing? Like, what do you think Rory's doing today? He doesn't yeah. want to golf. He's not golfing. No. I mean... Yeah, Rory just withdrew from the tournament. We don't know why. He didn't withdraw EMC'd, right? Oh, from the... Mass no, he withdrew from this week's event. Oh, from this week's event. From the RBC, which is an which elevated defending. event. No, no, no. Jordan is. R he never plays the RBC. Isn't it the Canada one? No, not the Canada one. The Heritage. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes total sense. It's so, right yeah, after yeah, the match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, RBC Heritage. Yeah. I so, love Harbor Town. Yeah. So, he's playing. He's, he's never, he doesn't play Harbor Town. He's, it's, like, never played there. It's an elevated event this year, so he has to. Uh, and this is his second missed elevated event. The you're, Rory Tour. You're allowed one. If you miss two, you're disqualified from the PIP. The board has agreed that Tiger is exempt from this rule. Not because he's Tiger Woods, quote unquote, but because he has a car accident. Is it an injury exemption? They're like, okay, sure. That's but, what Rory's going to pull, though. He's injured. No, Rory, Rory's going to pretty much be, it doesn't matter. Like, you can only miss one or two or whatever. Well, due to injury or not, you're pulled out of the PIP? <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I would have to look into that. That's pretty. That's what pretty I want to wait crazy. for until Wednesday for because I I'm very curious what's gonna find what's gonna happen about that, but pretty much 
from all accounts, it seems like Rory is saying, I don't care about the PIP. You well, get- I think he's just super, super hurt in the butt about this Masters, as he is yeah. every year. Yeah. Like, he must have a ritual on how to get over the Masters by now. <laughs> like, don't you think? I'm Sunday sure, night, but... night, I go home, I have a great meal. Monday morning, probably gets up, goes to the gym. Doesn't touch a club. Doesn't touch a club. Gets his favorite spot for lunch. Like, everything that he wants to do other than looking at golf. Yes. I mean, I asked about this. I asked this about every tour player. Do you feel like Rory's a good hang? Rory would have been been top five on guys I would want to drink with last year. And this year, he is off the list. He might be bottom five. I think Rory would be hanging, like... It'd be like hanging out with the full swing Colin Morikawa. <laughs> I call it the full swing Colin Morikawa because we don't know if that's the real him. By all accounts, Colin Morikawa is the nicest, greatest human being around. Okay, you've met him. I've also met him. He's, he was very, he was very, but I also met him when he was in college. But was he full swing Colin? No, he was college, college, Colin. Okay. College, college Colin. Colin. College Colin. Yeah, was nice, a nice guy, kid. Colin. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of college players, though, Sam Bennett. Oh my God, dude. Is he is gonna get paid? I mean, how much do you think he's making on his NIL deals? It's gonna be double digits now, millions. Millions on NIL for sure. But he gets no digits. exposure. His Instagram account grew like a hundred thousand followers overnight. It's still going. He's at like yeah, but I mean, he's at a hundred thousand followers now. Yeah, but yeah. I guess so. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I guess so. But I mean, right now, wait. I was gonna ask you, fraud or for real, Sam Bennett. Um, that's, that's also a good question. So I was going to ask a different way. I was going to say, so there's a guy named Jordan Negubre who played Oklahoma state. He won the U S pub links at the time when they were still around, then finished sixth at the British open. Didn't turn pro and never made it. Never got out of Canada. I don't think. And then on the other hand, we have Patrick Cantlay who remember contended at that U S open. What was that 2011, 2012? Then the next week, sh- that. you mean Bryson? I mean, you mean Bo or Patrick Cantley? Cantley, Cantley, and he shot sixty at a tour event. I remember that. And then yeah, he he played really. He finished like twentieth at the U.S. Open the week before. And then yeah, and then he and then he finished. He shot sixty at the Travelers or whatever. Yeah. And then he was a superstar from then on. Kept saying he was he wasn't going to turn pro. He's going to graduate in three years. Turn pro in like two months. And then had the back issues. And they had the back issues. Couldn't but play for a long-ass time. Didn't yeah. know if he could play. For sure. And came for back sure. and is now, you know, household name. Yeah. But at that time, he was the number one ranked amateur. For He, he held the record for the, for the top weeks at the, uh, as the number one amateur. I think it was at 54 weeks. Wow. And then John Rom took over a couple years later at 55 okay. weeks. Yeah. But... So, which one is he? Sam Bennett, by all accounts, is more like Kelly. He's not the number one guy. But Jordan was okay in college and had a really good, like, summer and stuff like that. Sam Bennett obviously won the USAM. I'm, he's right now sixth on the PJ Tour U, which is impressive. But is that someone who's going to contend at the US Open or the Masters every year? I don't know. Obviously, the kid is really freaking good. He hits it a little short. He's missing the left under pressure. But I, of, of course, I'm. everyone's going to say for real. I think for real. I think for real, too. 
He's good, man. He I had mean, it all. To play Augusta National for his first time and to play it that well, people don't do that. You have to know that golf course. For There's sure. so many little humps and bumps and ridges. Yeah, for sure. The undulation in the green is so deceiving to the eye. Right. So, I mean, this kid's on something. Yeah. He's good, man. And he's confident. And he just plays his game. Doesn't doesn't let anything get in the way. He doesn't miss, for sure. He did, you know, the classic, what all amateurs do when they're in the hunt at a major. Yeah. They say, like, I'm going to try and win this thing. Right. And then just absolutely shit the bed. Yeah. I, mean, I don't I know don't if think, it's absolutely shitting the bed. Yeah. I don't think he did all, all that back bad. it up. That was playing way too hard for him in those conditions. It was way too long. He doesn't hit it all that far? No, it's like 270, 280. Like, he was, he was not getting out there very far. So, I mean, that course is playing stupid long for him. 7,600 yards is playing long for anyone but John Rahm and, like, Brooks Kepka. It's crazy. Yeah. No, it was, it was playing, and it was wet, and it was windy, and he started getting the hooks like all kids do. But I think he's for real. But, I mean, just how much do you think Liv offers him tomorrow? That's what I was saying. I was like, he's going to come out of the scoring uh, room with a Liv hat <laughs> and $110 million in his pocket. I think they'd offer him $100 million. Really? Yeah. Just to get the star power in the name? Yeah. I was reading something where... To attack the future of the tour, not yeah. the people who are coming, who are already on it. Well, what I was reading was that there's a kid from Oklahoma State, Eugenia, who he's never played on tour. So technically, if he wants to leave live and go on the PJ Tour, there's nothing that could stop him. Because That's he's never so had. true. Is it, though? I don't know if it is. Because he's never been a PJ Tour member, so it's like legally it's an issue. But then, I don't There's know. There's going to be a clause that says if you ever play in this uh, a competing tour that is listed below, and it's only going to say live tour. That's what I would assume. But you know? that's what I read, that he could actually leave live next year, take that money that he had, and use it towards building his career on the PJ Tour and having, a, a, having the bag and then going from there. I mean, that's what Liv needs to do. I think they need to look at the top 25 on the Corn Ferry that are graduating this year and throw money at all of them. Scotty Scheffler came off the Corn Ferry. Yeah. Brooks Kepka came off the European version of the Corn Ferry. The Challenge Tour, yeah. Challenge all right, tour. here we go. But let's say you get the number one kid on the Corn Ferry you Tour You don't get right the now. number one. You get 10 out of the top 25. Okay, let's say you get a 10 out. Let's say you get the top 10. Okay. So what is that? That's like, I don't know, like, Cody Blick. Yeah. Mac Rico. Meisner, Rico Hoey. I mean, I think he's like 12, like that that level of player. Yeah. Who the hell knows who they are? Nobody. But and no when one they knew win, Scotty Scheffler was two years ago. Either. Yeah, but if Scotty went to the live and won every tournament, like he won't get world ranking points. He would never but play if he in a did major. That and won the Masters? He can't get into the Masters. Yeah, that's true. That's what that was the argument someone had with me. Yeah, like, he, no one would give a damn, nor would he, because he has the bag. I still think they care whether or not they have money. It's easier to care as a mature adult. It's harder to care as a 23-year-old. That's my argument. Okay, I guess, and I would argue if, if you're a basketball player or a football player and you're used to seeing the high life all the time, but when you're looking at dudes like balls in a locker room, you know, I yeah. went there. Yeah. Golfers think is cool. Like, I guess in the locker yeah. room, smoke a cigar. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Eight. yeah, yeah, yeah. Even Tiger, 
When have you ever seen a picture or video of a cool car that Tiger Woods owns? <laughs> or Rory McIlroy? That, no, that's true. You that's a, that's some Ian Poulter energy for sure. Do you ever see Tiger walking in to the clubhouse like draped head to toe in Louis Vuitton? And <laughs> no, he wears like yeah, he blue wears, Nike shirt with blue not, jeans. No, yeah. He'll <laughs> wear like his waist. I don't know. Tiger likes to go shirt size one smaller and <laughs> pants size four. Four bigger. <laughs> and like tuck it in. He's for sure a large, and Nike sends him a medium yeah. in his shirts. Yeah. And then his pants, he's probably like a 34 waist. And he's like, send me the 38. No, he's got to be like a 30. Okay, well, then he says, send me the 34. <laughs> it's comfortable. Yeah, he's like, I like him big. <laughs> okay, so going back to the Masters, this, the, how do you think this will affect the live tour? And I mean it more in the sense that, yes, of course it's a win for Liv that they played well. That's a very obvious statement. But the only way Liv wins, and I think I can speak for everyone on this, is if they get more high-caliber players, yes? They can't Taking keep the Taking from the PGA Tour. Yes. That is no longer going to happen. Even with this week. Yeah. Yeah. That's never... It's no longer going to... The PGA Tour said... Basically, with all their changes, like, we're not going to allow you to take not one more. Yeah. Unless it's someone down on the list. Right, right. So, I don't know. They're going to have to figure it out. Obviously, we're not seeing the best level of golf week in and week out, no matter who you watch. Right. Through the grapevine, it's being said that Greg's probably going to be on his way out. And they're really going to try to unify. That's what I think. Uh, I think they should I really do don't that. know why Greg is the issue. Because he doesn't want unification. He wants war. That's just stupid. That's just ego. That's why everyone is like, this guy needs to go. He's yeah. stupid. Yeah. Well, that was talking Liv. I think we both agree that that there it was it was a win overall for Liv, but no one's going. Yeah. No one's, no, going. no one's going. No one's going. Maybe Russell Henley will go. Isn't it crazy how like okay, but see, what I was just gonna say, isn't it crazy how much money golfers are making nowadays? And that is it's, I'm just, I sound like a broken record. Anyways. <laughs> All right. Well, I want to do something since this was such a good scope of what golf is like right now with the masters. I did want to go through some of the, what I believe are the top storylines of golf, but we'll do it after we take a break. Cause I got to piss everything in my body out. One fucking stout and you got to go. <laughs> All right. So top storylines. We already talked about Liv versus PGA. I think that's obviously number one. That's going to be number one for a long time. Another one is the big three in golf. It's very similar to basketball. I tried to relate to some other sports, and it really, really wasn't. I tried with soccer. I just don't know soccer well enough. Was it Mbappe? Leo uh, Ronaldo. Yeah, but anyways. So Giannis, Antetokounmpo, Nikola Jokic, Joel Embiid are the big three in the NBA. Okay. And in golf, we have the big three in Scotty. Scheffler, right, and uh, Roy McIlroy, and the winner, John Rahm. Would you agree? I would agree. Uh, even though Rory missed the cut, I would agree. I don't yeah. think that one tournament is the marker. Well, he won. He was he. By, he looked like he was going to win, right? Rory has a great. game where he plays to win, so if he misses a cut, he's okay with yeah, it. Yeah, and he's been playing really well. I mean, yeah, he's been on fire. He's, he's, probably, he's won this year. Yeah, he's won, won this the FedEx. year. What I mean, the hell did he phenomenal. win? I don't know, man. They all won something, and I couldn't tell you what it is. It's just every week. He beats Scheffler in that match. He finished third in that match event. Don't talk to me about that. Yeah. So he finished third in the match, but 
There's a big three. What is, what is that going to look like in history? When's the last time that that happened? Would Gary you say Player. Tiger, Tiger, Phil, and no. Ernie Els? No. No. VJ? No. Because the other problem was Tiger was... Like, if you had to pick gun to your head, it's Tiger, Phil, VJ. But it was just Tiger. It was just Tiger, yeah. As one, and then you had the... 2A, 2B, 2C. Yeah. yeah. I would agree. And then we go back to Gary Player, Arnold Palmer, and Jack. And but Jack. even But even Jack was just way too head and shoulders above. And yes, Gary's quite a bit older. But like Gary won like nine majors in that period of time. But he started a little before Jack. That's true. Yeah. Kinda like Phil. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so I was I was thinking about that pretty hard. And I even was looking at it. And I was like, I, I can even make a case for Tom Watson over Gary Player. It's just the time just didn't overlap well enough. Yeah. And the, the, the last time I could really think of a big three was Sam Snead, Byron Nelson, and Ben Hogan. That was yeah. honestly the last time. And I don't know how many people are really care about these guys, but that one season, 1945, when Byron Nelson won 11 in a row and 18 the whole season, Snead won six times and Hogan won four times. So they won every event. They won literally every event. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. And But this season... That is, won't happen nowadays. Yeah, no one's going to win 11 in a row or whatever it may be, but it seems like these three guys win every week. What's the new 11 in a row? Five in a row? Three in a row can be done. Even if you, if you win three in a row, they're, they're, they're calling you Tiger again. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I mean, What do three you think it is? Yeah, it's got to be. I mean, if, I compared Tiger, to 11 Tiger in a row. Tiger won eight. Tiger. Oh, my God. Just think about that. That's insane. And they were talking about him breaking Nelson's record. I remember that. He won eight. That's if you win eight in a I believe season. The last one was Tory Pine. Well, I would say, is there anyone who's going to win ten in a year again? John Rahm has four. No, not with the current quote unquote big three. Yeah, they're That's all just trading blows. And so, in ten years, are we going to look back at this and be like, "This was the greatest rivalry"? John Rom was asked that question in his Masters post interview, uh-huh. and he said the same thing. He's like, "I don't know. It's been too short of a period yeah. to call us a big three. He's like, maybe if we do it for ten years. He's like, even five years if we do it, that'd be pretty cool. But you don't know what golf's going to look like. Exactly. And and if you were to say, let's have a Ryder Cup style two v two, and make a foursome out of it. Obviously, on the European side, you have Rory and you have John Rom. Rory Rom. You have Scotty." Who's the second American? That's a really good question. I think... Spieth? No, I think right now it's Cantlay. He's fourth. And in he the just, world? In the world. And he just finished pretty well on this last event. I don't think the media or the general world will can say that or wants that. That'd be a hard team to beat, too. That'd be stacked. Yep. But I think... That's what golf needs, Josh. Gun to figured my, it out. A gun to my head right now, the second best American is Brooks Kepka. Right now. Without a doubt. That is as of the last two weeks. I would say as of the last four years. Just with the number of majors he's won. Yeah. He became number one in the world. Yeah. Second twice in the Masters in that period of time. Right. 
But he does have this thing that I always say is is my eye test for whether I think you're good or not. Is like my eye test for Corey Connors. Every time Corey Connors, he's always up there randomly. I go, oh, Corey Connors. Look at him. Like you're surprised. I'm always surprised. And at the same time, I'm like, well, yeah, he does it all the time. That's my that's my measure for Brooks. Brooks, I'm always like. We're not surprised. We are, Every time he's up in a leaderboard, I'm like, I didn't think he would do it this time again. I thought he was because he would play so poorly in the regular season events. Yeah. And every time you show up in a major, I'd be like, ah, I just, I, I didn't think you would do it. I'm surprised every time he's up there. Brooks has me where when he goes up and he goes up big, I think he's, it's over. It's closed. It's like that yeah. tiger effect. But this week, it obviously, you know, it vanished. It happens. But I just, I, I'm, whenever I see him up there, I'm surprised. I'm not. Really? Okay. I'm not. No. Would you put him as the next American? Right now, yeah. I would, too. I was going to say maybe Jordan Spieth. I would, too. Yeah. Brooks Kepka, right now, yes. If I was looking at uh, the last year minus these last two weeks, I would have picked someone else. Right. All right. We got to move. Next storyline. Young Guns. All right. So, in the top 20 in the world, who do you think the oldest guy is? Top 20 in the I'll world. I'll read you the names really quickly. John Rahm, Scotty Shuffler, Rory McIlroy, Patrick Cantlay, Cameron Smith, Xander Shuffler, Max Homa. It's Rory, Will right? Zalatoris, Victor, Sam Burns, Colin, Justin Thomas, Cameron Young, Tony Finau, Jordan Spieth, Matt Fitzpatrick, Sung J.M., Tyrell Hatton, Tom Kim, Kurt Kitayama. Is it Tony and Rory? It's Tony and Rory. They're both 33. Yeah, that's crazy. That's nothing. That's the oldest that there are. The guys who are over 30 are Tyrell Hatton, who's 31. And then Finau is 33, Cantley's 31, Roy's 33. Everyone on that list has to be pretty close to like 27, 28. Yeah, like Rom's 28, Scheffler's 27. The two guys were like 20, 21 on that list. Yeah, that was like Tom Kim. And then Kurt has been playing for a while. I think he's 25, 26. But I can't believe Kurt's 20th. I mean, golfers, you know, the old saying used to be golfers truly peaked at 30, 31, 32. Like that's when they were at the top of their game. Right. Physically, mentally. They've played all the courses enough. Now these young kids come out and win a major like second year. Yeah. They're ready. I mean, you have Colin who comes out. Boom, boom. Yep. Two majors. Yep. Yeah. I mean, okay. Here's the thing about Colin. I had so much stock in Colin. I was putting all sorts of money on him when he first came out. saw full swing. (laughs) When he first came out. College Colin. Colin finished second in a Corn Ferry event as a sophomore in college. So he was clearly good enough very early on. Anyways, back to I digress. This is this is an absolutely stacked world ranking. And I think golf is in a place that's gonna be really enjoyable and you're gonna have people you can get behind for the next ten years. I really think golf is missing that for a while. We were kind of having this conversation the other day though. Who are we gonna talk about in the next 10, 20, 30 years? That's the problem. You don't have the Tiger Woods who's going to bring non-golfers in. And non-golfers go, just like anyone who throws a, you know, a piece of tissue in a trash can goes, Kobe, we don't have, like, Tiger Woods in his swing. Like, we just don't have that guy. But at least golf is in a place where it's just highly competitive and Because let's say, I mean, 20 years ago, who do you remember that played on tour 20 years ago? I mean, 20 years ago, that's Prime Tiger. Okay, yeah. who else? 
I mean, like Tiger, VJ, Ernie. I get what your point though. Like, like who else are we gonna throw in the list? No, exactly. Yeah, we're gonna yeah. talk about Rory. I I believe we're gonna talk about Rom and Scotty Scheffler, Jordan Spieth. You think we're gonna talk about Justin Thomas? I don't think. So. I I don't know. I don't think so. I think I think this this big three is gonna run away with this. I think they're gonna take over golf, and I think it's gonna be great. I will. I would love to see a thirty for thirty or a golf channel documentary on these three guys Who in a hundred years. Majors? Oh my gosh, ten majors. Do any of these guys get to 10 majors? I mean, Rory sure as shit looked like he was going to get to 10, but has, I mean, Rory's 33. Yeah. He still has 12 years of solid golf left. Phil won one at 52, and Rory is in far better shape. Yeah. I Rory will get there. You think Rory will get to 10? Do you think all, how about this? Do all three guys get to 10? It's unbelievable that... We talk about this big but, three, and usually they all throw duds at a major. And these guys just show up time and time again. So all three getting to 10 would be crazy. That's I mean, the next 10 years, that's 40 majors. That means they win 75%. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that'd be pretty crazy. So it would be, I believe whoever gets to 10 or closest yeah. to it is going to be the GOAT of our era. Actually, right. I mean, 10's a lot. Tigers won 15. Who the hell is getting to 15? Yeah. Let alone no. 18. Yeah. No. So I think if you can go double digits, Grand Slam, yeah. you are. Yeah. You're the GOAT of this era. This is my next point. Brooks, if he won, he was one major away from a Grand Slam. Yeah. And I started counting my finger. I go, that's going to be Brooks. That's going to probably be John Rahm soon, right? You would imagine. That's Jordan. He's one away, right? And so in my head, I'm like... Rory one away? Rory's one away. I'm sure Scotty will get close. Scotty, I mean, it's hard to use the word only. Only has one major. Yeah. But I'm sure he'll get close. He's just starting to hit a stride. It's not like he played bad this week. He had... No, he he was number two strokes gained. Strokes gained, yeah. T to green. And his putter let him down, which is crazy. The guy was missing putting, like four footers. Let me just check really quickly what he was freaking. He was last in the field. That At would make point. a lot of sense. Yeah. But my next storyline, as you check that, is just how, what is the grand slam going to become? Let's say all of these guys win it. And it goes from five and it becomes nine. Then is it that becomes who can do it over and over again. We can do it twice. Like, what's the list of people who've Grand Slammed twice? Twice. Yeah. Tiger has Grand Slammed twice. That's what these record books are has for. Has he Grand Slammed three times? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's absurd. It's absurd. But that's what these records become. Like, breaking 5,000 yards in the NFL is nothing now. Like, eventually there's going to be 45 people on the Grand Slam list. You know what I mean? 45 people. Yeah, I mean, long after we're gone. You know, my next, my next and last story storyline that I want to, I really want to hammer the storyline, the resurgence. So the, the resurging gentlemen, the resurgence, it's the year of the resurgence. Who? Phil plays good one Phil time. Phil plays well. Justin Rose, he's won yeah. and he's competing. Ricky Fowler. Jason Day. And Jason Day. I mean, how, when's the last time you can remember this many resurgence? 
I mean, Jason Day was on the front page of that leaderboard for a while at one point, and it felt like we were back in 2015. When? Oh, this in year? In the Masters. Yeah, yeah. No, he is. He's been playing he's fantastic. He's playing really good. He's like top 10 on strokes game this year. He's going to finish top 10 in the FedEx Cup list if he keeps us up. His putting has always been so good that if he so just... So silk, yeah. If he just hits it on the green, it's over. And he's been doing that. He's hitting and it great. Yeah, now he's hitting it phenomenally. He just yeah. tightened his swing up. It's awesome. It looks, yeah, his swing looks great. And Ricky, we've been on the Ricky train, and he had, he missed the master, so we haven't seen him in a while. But I'm going to fast forward real quick. I think Ricky, I'm going to pick Ricky for top 10 this week at the that's, RBC. That's such a hot take. Is it, though? He finished, he's been finishing. He, I'm gonna look up what he what he's done. He's all spruced up though now. You know he's had a little week off. That's what I'm saying. He's probably chill at home with the fam and like extra motivated now. Yeah, I mean I'm sure he doesn't want to have to qualify for the U.S. Open again. Right, which he missed by one last year. Joel Damon did it after having a few white claws. Okay, he's officially 58th in the world right now. So he should be good then. Top 60 gets in. Uh, this is kind of a hot take. Valero 10th. Match play 17th, players 13th, AP 31st, Genesis 20th, Phoenix 10th, Farmers 11th, Zozo 2nd. So he's like Fortnite 6th. So he's kind of teetering. He really is trending. He's trending, but he's like teetering on a top 10. So I guess top 10 at a freaking elevated event isn't a lock. I just think a lot of guys are going to be mentally fatigued this week. Definitely, after the Masters. I mean, normally the winner always takes it off. So is Rom playing? He has to. That's crazy. The you winner f- always backs out of this event because they're so tired. Yeah. And my favorite my favorite thing is Rory on the full swing being like, I had to talk to the guys in the locker room and say, I'm playing in them. Yeah. So why don't you play in them? And that in every other uh, sport, there's a set schedule and they don't get to decide when they play or not. Yeah. If I'm going to play, then you guys got to play. Well, it's the Rory tour right now. And guess what he does? Doesn't play in him. Gosh, I was gonna ask you a question. I totally forgot now. All right. Well, let's let's uh let's fast forward to the RBC. Let's fast forward. All right. I love this golf course, by the way. Yeah, this is a cool course. Short. This is your type Favor- of course. That's why it favors a short hitter. Short hitter who has to work it both ways. You, you gotta it. hit in the right part of the fairway, and the greens are tiny and it always blows because it's next to the water. You have to shape it on the T ball, you have to shape it on the second shot here. I love it. Yeah. You're There's literally always drama here. There's always a playoff. Yeah. A chip in. Someone always yanks it left for no reason. Yeah. Uh, on eighteen. And you know Or they hole out some Whack-ass bunker shot. Yeah. Well, Jordan hit it to an inch last year to win. Crazy. But, yeah. All right. So, this is coming off. This is an elevated event right after the Masters. I'm sure they'll never do this again. The players are going to complain. But who do you have? What's your safe bet of the week? I mean, I can't believe John Rahm is playing. He has to. So is Scotty. That I can believe. Scotty's just kind of freaking wired like an animal. He'll just yeah. keep playing. So is Jordan. Ninth event in 11 weeks. He was complaining about it and last he was week. complaining about it, so I'm not taking Jordan. I'm not either, even though he I won last year. I still think John Rom's safe bet is to top 20, no matter what it is, because he's going to just lollygag around, be totally mindless, and, and play great. Yeah. Scotty's the favorite, by the way. Just because he's got a little heat on him. Pro- I mean, 
What's going to change his putting from fucking Sunday to, to Thursday? That's what I, that's what I'm saying. He uh, was visibly upset with his uh, putting coach, by the way. Yeah, yeah. T- tell him that story. When he was on the yeah, back of putting green. On Tuesday, right? On Tuesday. You saw a tweet or was it? I saw a tweet or a TikTok where he was basically like shouting. Not even really shouting, but you know, a golfer shout. See, you can see they're arguing. The frustration like he's like, with his putting coach. He's like, there's something wrong with my putting. And his on, putting coach is like, it's fine. On Don't, Tuesday at the Masters. Yeah. The Tuesday at the Masters. Don't worry about it. And then you were the one who told me that Trevor Immelman said on live TV when Scotty pulled a putt. He's like, you can clearly see there's something going on with his left hand there when he's putting. Right hand, right hand. Right Scotty hand. does it. I mean, he doesn't swing too, so it's not that surprising. But he kind of like fidgets in the middle of his stroke. And then he'll like lower his hands and then square it up and push square it up. And but you look at just the putter itself and it's just pure. It moves beautifully. Yeah, but his like his like body and his hands like work up opposite each other to perfection. And Which uh, is uh whatever. I mean. I mean his hand position is so neutral when he puts. It is, and but then it, if you watch, it like lowers. Right. Lowers right, and then delofts it. Right when he hits it, but then hits like up on it. Yeah. And just makes his body fidgets a little and he just hoops everything. So when it's off, it's just, I mean, he, he I don't like, think he ever gets off. The putter itself works beautifully. Yeah, no, I'm I just think this week he was off. Yes. He's just yanking everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, if he does fix his putting statistically. He'll be just fine. He's going to be just fine. Yep. Well, John Raw minus 190. Uh, That's easy. Put the house on it. <laughs> That's what I did with Cam Champ. Did you I hit any of your bets? Was that? That hit, right? Oh, yeah, by a mile. Minus 120. was terrible for me financially. Oh, I, I did Bryson to miss the cut plus 125. That was easy. Easy. Well, he hit the flag to, to miss it by one. I bet and on then. four people to win this tournament, <laughs> and you would think that I would hit one of them. I did not. All right. What's your, uh, what's your bad bet of the week? Scotty Scheffler to win. Plus 800? Yeah, I can take that. To win? Yeah. All right. Um, I am going to take Colin Morikawa. Full swing, Colin? Full swing, Colin. The top 20, minus 105. Yeah, it's great, Pat. He's, I mean, he's finished top 20 almost like every event this every year. Every event, yeah. yeah. And then uh, I'm going to take Ricky, who's way down here. Ricky, top 10 at plus 550. Lock it in. That should be your good bet of the week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's going to do what I'm it. Now I'm kind of all in on the Ricky train, Josh. Top 10. And this is a good golf course for him. It really is. Yeah. Putting, all that. Yeah, he's a very... He likes to see shots. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I do too. Love yeah. to see the shape. Yeah, yeah. So it's when, it's, when the golf course demands it, he okay, plays better. Okay, speaking of shaping shots, I do need to say that I'm wrong when I'm wrong. John Rom can hit a draw. Oh, yeah. He could definitely hit a draw. He was banging draws yeah. around Augusta yeah. National, and that's what I said he would struggle with there. Right. No, he's very comfortable. John. In college, he worked it both ways. It's just in when he turned pro, he kind of matured and just kind of felt like, just okay, kind of I, flip it. I got to hit a cut. I got to hit a cut. And then, yeah. But if you look at the way he, he cuts it, it's kind of a draw just hung on for dear life. It's a push cut. Yeah. So I feel like the draw would be pretty easy for him. Just let it release. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Is that? Yeah. No, he he played he played unbelievable. Oh, the last thing we'll say and then move on is John Rom 
if you if there was a way to do strokes gained, including weather, he would have won by ten. Yeah, he got the worst well tee times. It was a two shot differential. Yeah, he got the worst tee time though. each day. Yes. So he essentially oh, in the morning one shot in the morning versus the afternoon, which he got the bad end of that. Both, yeah, both. And then in the afternoon, it was playing two and a half shots harder. And he four putted the first hole. Four putted the first hole. Like yeah. I don't care. I've played in a hundred, you know, hundreds of tournaments yeah. in my life. If I four putt the first hole, right? I have already told myself it's over. And yeah, it's really hard to come back from that. I'm yeah, like I'm done playing. Yeah. And he shot two under on the front. It's ridiculous. That's insane. I texted the group. I was like, "Hey, he, he shot two under after a four putt on the first hole. He's gonna win." I called it early. Ridiculous. You did call it. Along with 15 other people. I mean, it's better than the four I picked. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations to John Rom. Let's take a break. All right, so let's see the leaderboard. All right. The leaderboard is our version of the draft. We both get three picks, but we can't take each other's picks. And this week, we're going to do the best Masters moments with a caveat. You only get one Tiger moment. That's bullshit. You only get one Tiger moment. Because we're all just going to pick three Tiger moments. Yeah, I just picked Tigers like hole 16, hole 17, hole 18, <laughs> 2019. Yeah, like, literally. Yeah. Or the last three shots he hit right. on the hole. Yeah, literally. All right. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. And so let's do rock, paper, scissors. Is it rock, paper, scissors? Can we do rock, paper, scissors and not rock, paper, scissors, shoot? I don't know if I understand that tempo. Rock, paper, scissors? You just scissors. go on scissors. You go on scissors? Okay. All right. Watch yes. this. I'm going to do rock, and I'm going to beat him. All right. Rock, rock paper, scissors. scissors. Damn it. Wow. <laughs> Josh has balls of steel. Most people would have floundered and gone scissors. Well, Kyle, I know. You're not a liar. It's true. I'm Kyle would, like, do the most heinous thing and just look at me and goes, Josh, I'm just going to be honest with you. <laughs> I broke a cart. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, all right. So I get number one pick. Yeah. I got to go chalk. I got to go Tiger's chip on 16. That's bullshit. <laughs> In your life. That's have bullshit. you seen anything like this? Okay. Uh, I don't want to take my Tiger moment yet. I feel like that's kind of easy. I mean, that's good strategy. Uh, you really shouldn't until your last one because I can't take another Tiger moment. I'm going to have to go with Bubba Watson's wedge shot. I think it's my number one moment. Oh, his hook? Yeah. That was pretty incredible. Who did he beat? Louis Oosthuizen. Louis. When he hold the foreign? Yeah. Same year? Same year. Wow. He threw that ball to a patron, and the Masters officials swarmed him five minutes later and got the ball back. Oh, really? Yeah. You think he's hanging in, like, Butler's cabin? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You think yeah. he would have gave that guy something? No. That's ridiculous. I don't think so. Yeah, I'm going with the Bubba hook. That ball hooked 60 yards. It was to win the Masters, and he did it wearing a $2 million watch. <laughs> it's pretty hard. Kyle's, like, mind-blown about the whole watch situation. I am. Because I, I love watches, so, like, the whole Richard Mille, Richard Millie, whatever, however people pronounce it, like Rafael Nadal has one, is, didn't blow my mind. But for him, it's just, like... Bro, that's a that's a super nice house. That's like four really good houses in California. On your wrist. In yeah. California. Yeah. 
I, I can't emphasize how light that watch is. I'm not, I'm not joking. It's literally like holding an empty can of Sprite, empty, hmm. on your wrist. It's so light with all the movement that's in a normal watch and the gears. What the hell makes it worth $2 million? It's just what you're worth. It's super light. It still uses all the premium parts. And so then the engineering behind that is crazy. And it's just like the hype train. This is what you're willing to pay. Yeah. Like Steve will do it from Nelk wears it all the time. Yeah. Um, all right. Turn? Second moment. Second master's moment. The second master's moment that is. I am going to go. I still got to go chalk. I'm going to, I'm going to go with that putt. By Nicholas in 86. The one where he was using the blade the size of his head? Yes. <laughs> like, was that just the old school mallet? On the <laughs> like, we're going to just take a blade and make it huge. On on the, like, grainy TVs, too, it looks, like, taller, too. It looks massive. You can read the logo on it <laughs> on that grainy TV. Yeah. It was blue. No, it wasn't. Yeah. Was it? The putter was blue? It was, yeah, like, the top was painted blue. The yeah. face was, you know, silver. Yeah. It was just huge. It was massive. So was that putt. Putting with the glove on. Yep. Yellow ball, I think. Sun, yeah, sun is on the bag. You know what His sun using? almost, like, he did a European 10 job there. That He could easily just knock Jack's ball out of the hole. How late he pulled that pin. <laughs> Can you imagine that? But, yeah, that's my second moment. Okay. Um, my second moment. I think I'm going to take it now. Your tiger pick? Yeah. I can't take another tiger pick. It's Francesco Molinari knocking <laughs> it, knocking it in the water on 15. Oh, when he hits the tree from when 90 yards. Tree from 90 yards and he knocks it in the lake. Is that a tiger moment? That's not it's, a tiger. I don't care. It's one of the greatest masters moments of all time. You're going to... You, <laughs> I'll give you that one. That's not your like Tiger moment. 20,000 people that go on the grounds at Augusta National. Yeah. And all 20,000 wanted that ball to go where it did. <laughs> to hit the tree and go in the yeah. water. Word on the street is they're putting a plaque down <laughs> from 90 yards where Francesco hit that where, ball. Where, the spot where you hit it in the water? Yeah. And it's going to be the actual size of the divot. So it's going to be pretty big. And it's going to be pointed to the left at the tree. Yeah, at the tree. <laughs> it's going to hit this way. And then that part of the tree is now like endangered and protected. <laughs> like if you hit it, you can be fined. And that's Francesco's legacy now. Cool legacy. Yeah, cool legacy. Yeah. You know, better yeah. than being the guy that takes it from Tiger. I think he he doesn't think about that shot one bit. I think he's just fine with it. Maybe if his demeanor is like that, but I don't know. I'm not sleeping very well for the rest of my life think so yeah i think the only thing that gets you over it is like i lost to tiger woods and that's what i'm supposed to do unless i'm ye yang yeah <laughs> you know like ye had like some dog in him don't hit me with that fist pump josh please <laughs> you know what i'm talking about supposedly taylor may made a bunch of money on that i'm sure everyone started buying six hybrids <laughs> Hybrids are expensive too. Two hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, two forty nine ninety nine or something like that. Well, that's just a PXG pitching wedge. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that's just... all right. Is it my pick? It's your pick. Third, I can't take a tiger moment. I kind of like your energy with the whole. I'm glad that this happened, so Tiger can. Like I can go Chris DeMarco chip lip out. 
On which hole? The playoff that Tiger won. On 18, DeMarco. No, before the playoff. The real re- regulation 18. Yes, he DeMarco. Was short of the green. He chips a perfect chip, lips out of the lips hole. Out. That that's a crazy Dude, what it if. It was a hard lip out. Can you can you imagine if Chris DeMarco wins the Masters with the chipping? It'd be talked about over Tiger. It'd be talked about for forever, but that's why Tiger's Tiger. We don't know who any of those guys are. There's 15 of them. And he gets he goes down to his knees. Yeah. There's I'm, 15 other Chris DeMarcos out there. Yeah. Do I take that? That's pretty good. <laughs> that's a pretty good moment. I I'm trying to think. Yeah, I I'll take I'll I'll follow your lead with the one that let Tiger win and I'm going to take Chris DeMarco's chip that lipped out on 18. I believe so, in 2005. So even with our caveat rule, we still have three out of our five all Tiger. <laughs> Tiger related. Yeah. So I'm going to go off the rails here a little. I'm going to go with when Angel Cabrera played ping pong in the trees on 18 and, and it just spit the ball out. Oh, yeah. On the left side back onto the golf yeah, course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you had like the three-way playoff yep. with Kenny Perry, uh-huh. who was just swag daddy back yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. He was playing great that year with the G2I crazy. Putter. Yeah, G2I crazy. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> like he had just the clat. He looked like he had just won the senior club championship at his <laughs> club. And that got him an invite to the Masters. So he played in it. <laughs> and all of a sudden he's in a playoff. And then with, you had a. God, what was his name? Chad Campbell. Chad Campbell. Fun fact about Chad Campbell. He took Tiger's spot at UNLV. Tiger was supposed to go to UNLV and yep. Chad Campbell. And Chad Campbell took his spot. No, not because they picked Chad Campbell over Tiger, but Tiger, Tiger picked Stanford. Stanford. He I was mean, a good so player. that's it. Yeah, but okay, the, to, to put the bow on Anil Cabrera's winning shot, is that where he hit that cut eight iron that started like, tw- like 10 left of the green and cut and hopped like 90 degrees right to about three feet? Yeah, yeah. That was a crazy winning iron shot it was a hard cut and bounced straight right to like three feet his career is just as crazy as his life yeah he was really good and Remember on the street is he's trying to make a comeback yeah it's a senior tour and he's been in jail for he's like been in jail four or five years it's back when golf was so cool don't you think so is it though or did we do do we just romanticize it because we were kids yes and that's the Bad Bath Podcast. 364 more days till Masters Week, baby. It's Masters Week. Let's go. Love you guys.